Coming up on 5-Minute News. Insurrection investigation subpoenas GOP leader. Senator Rand Paul holds up bipartisan $40 billion aid for Ukraine. And Joe Biden marks COVID milestone at Global Summit. It's Friday, May 13. I'm Anthony Davis. The House panel investigating the violent insurrection issued subpoenas on Thursday to House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy and four other GOP lawmakers in a bid to discover the true architects of the most serious event in recent political history. The panel is investigating McCarthy's conversation with then-President Donald Trump the day of the attack and meetings the four other lawmakers had with the White House beforehand as Trump and his aides worked to overturn his 2020 election defeat. The decision to issue subpoenas to McCarthy and Representatives Jim Jordan of Ohio, Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, Andy Biggs of Arizona and Mo Brooks of Alabama is a dramatic show of force by the panel, which has already interviewed nearly a thousand witnesses and collected more than a hundred thousand documents as it investigates the worst attack on the Capitol in two centuries. After the announcement, McCarthy, who aspires to be House Speaker, told reporters, I have not seen a subpoena, and said his view on the January 6 committee has not changed since the nine-lawmaker panel asked for his voluntary cooperation earlier this year. Perry told reporters the investigation is a charade and said the subpoena is all about headlines. Neither man said whether he would comply. The panel, made up of seven Democrats and two Republicans, had previously asked for voluntary cooperation from the five lawmakers, along with a handful of other GOP members, but all of them refused to speak to the panel, which debated for months whether to issue the subpoenas. Representative Liz Cheney, the panel's Republican vice chair, said the step wasn't taken lightly. The unwillingness of the lawmakers to provide relevant information about the attack, she said, is a very serious and grave situation. The top Democrat and Republican in the US Senate joined forces in a rare moment of unity on Thursday in an attempt to pass $40 billion in aid for Ukraine, only to be stymied by a single Republican lawmaker, the Kentucky libertarian ophthalmologist Rand Paul. Faced with the prospect of an extended delay for the package that passed the House of Representatives on Tuesday, the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and his Republican counterpart Mitch McConnell sought to move forward on the aid package, only to be blocked by Paul, who objects to the amount of spending proposed. The stalemate delayed passage of the measure into next week. The Senate has scheduled an initial procedural vote on the bill for late Monday afternoon. As the Ukraine aid bill became caught in the Senate's procedural gears, Schumer pleaded for fast action. The package is ready to go. The vast majority of senators on both sides of the aisle want it. He added if Senator Paul persists in his reckless demands, all he will accomplish is to single-handedly delay desperately needed Ukraine aid. The delay into next week could cause problems for Western countries trying to bolster Ukraine in its fight against Russia. 
The Biden administration has said by May 19 it expects to run out of available funds to draw on under an authority that allows the president to authorize the transfer of weapons without congressional approval in response to an emergency. Paul is demanding that the legislation be altered to require an inspector general to oversee spending on Ukraine. Without his agreement, the Senate must follow a lengthy process stipulated by the chamber's arcane rules. Mitch McConnell, Paul's fellow senator from Kentucky, weighed in, saying, Ukraine is not asking us to fight this war. They're only asking for the resources they need to defend themselves against this deranged invasion. And they need this help right now. President Joe Biden appealed to world leaders at a COVID-19 summit on Thursday to re-energize a lagging international commitment to attacking the virus as he led the U.S. in marking the tragic milestone of one million deaths across the U.S. He ordered flags lowered to half-staff and warned against complacency around the globe. This pandemic isn't over, Biden declared at the second global pandemic summit. He spoke solemnly of the once unthinkable U.S. toll, a million empty chairs around the family dinner table. The coronavirus has killed more than 999,000 people in the U.S. and at least 6.2 million people globally since it emerged in late 2019, according to figures compiled by Johns Hopkins University. The president called on Congress to urgently provide billions of dollars more for testing, vaccines and treatments, something lawmakers have been unwilling to deliver so far. That lack of funding, Biden has requested an additional $22.5 billion in what he calls critically needed money, is a U.S. reflection of faltering resolve that jeopardizes the global response to the pandemic, he says. Eight months after he used the first COVID summit to announce an ambitious pledge to donate 1.2 billion vaccine doses to the world, the urgency of the US and other nations to respond has waned. Momentum on vaccinations and treatments has faded, even as more infectious variants rise, and billions of people across the globe remain unprotected. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, 
please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.